Welcome to another episode in the Balance Podcast. My name is Tyler Valencia. I'm the president of KIPS, Time to Train Fitness, and your balance ambassador. Have a topic, an episode here that anyone, whether you're in the health, wellness, fitness space, you're going to have to deal with, you're going to have to approach, and honestly, you're going to have to have these conversations that might be tough. And I say it's tough because how you handle it, I think really shows a lot of things about your professional career. We're going to be talking about social media and how it impacts your clients. So that's going to be the main topic about today. You know, if you've had a client, potential client come up to you in a session or even in an email message these days might be more appropriate, Instagram message or direct message, ask you a question about something they saw on social media. And now how do you respond? But before we get to that, I want to tell you about a product that I recommend across all the platforms, all the content that I create. It's with Naboso. Now, I have the Naboso Duo insoles. Their products are all about foot care and also sensory. So if you're in the health, wellness, fitness space, a lot of this can work with yourself, but also with your clients. The story that I always share is that I used to have foot pain from sitting at a desk for long periods of time, editing, recording content, responding to emails, just like a lot of people across the globe. Now, once I was turned on to Naboso and their performance insoles, my life changed almost. I would feel more energized because my feet felt great. When I stood up, my feet didn't hurt and it made me want to be more active. I didn't have to spend time trying to get my feet ready for exercise after a long day of work. Head to the link in the description, check out all the new products they have, their insoles, they're also foot recovery tools that can really help with yourself and also with your clients. Now, the first thing I'm going to talk about with social media is I'm going to bring in a story from years ago, and it kind of relates in terms of a way that you can approach it. And that's going to be about relating it back to your goals. The story that I've shared before is that when I used to work for a big commercial gym, one that's across the U.S., that wasn't the, I'll say the most expensive gym, but I had a client that each time we performed an exercise, those last couple reps of that set, they would just crank it out the most intense thing. It's almost like a flip just switched in their head and they got to go as fast as I can. And at first, it kind of shocked me. I was like, why why, why did you do that? Like, what, what, what's going on there? And this client had shared with me that a previous instructor that they worked with said, if they're not doing things as tense as they can, as hard as they can, then it doesn't work. Now, it was kind of, uh, I wanna, don't want to say it was off-putting to hear that, but it was one of those things where, okay, I can handle this in different ways. And the approach that I took to it was relating it back to your current goals, like the goals of your current client. And that's why I'm saying that a lot of this episode, the examples are going to be from the fitness realm because that's my background. But I'm sure if you're in the wellness, health coaching space, nutrition space, you're going to have similar stories. And so with this client, getting back to the story now, I just mentioned to them that right now where you currently are, 
Our goal is to learn the exercise, get these movement patterns down so that when we do progress, when we do make it harder, when you do make it more intense, we have a less, ch uh, uh, a smaller chance, there we go, a smaller chance of injury. And relating it back to the goals, I think, is a great way to, to handle these questions. And when somebody asks you about a goal or sorry, a post they saw on social media, is it relevant to their goals? You're always going to get questions, potential clients, clients that their goals and what they think in their head, where they can be, do not match up where their current health or fitness level is. So relating it back to something that's realistic and getting them to see that, oh, wow, maybe that intense motion that I was doing there or maybe those really big dips or waves in my health, maybe those weren't good. And finding a way to be more consistent is more relatable to a realistic goal. So relate them back to your goals is going to be my first suggestion for you. Across the board, no matter what spectrum of the health and fitness industry you're in, relate it back to their goals. Take what they have. And this is assuming, though, that whatever they bring to you is not, I'll say, realistic to their goals, but also it's not rooted in research, evidence-based practices, and things that you know from experience. And I know that, I and I see these all the time, oh, well, research, there's this, this, and this. Yes, research is done in ideal conditions, perfect scenarios, but we take research and we apply those practices because it gives us a foundation that we believe is going to be positive, it's going to work. And so using these methods, using these training applications is the safest way to work with clients. And you could relate that to wellness, nutrition coaching, health coaching. There are theories, there's practices, best practices that you can utilize. So think about those when you are going about this and when you get those questions. What are all those practices that my education to help me bring it back to the goals and approach this in a way that sounds professional? That's my segue now to my next one, showing your professionalism. Because with social media these days, a lot of what I see from or what I get from people whenever I've consulted for companies, they come from this belief that, oh, you're giving too much away. You're giving too much away. You're talking about these really extensive topics, these really tough topics that you're giving away. You want them to pay for those. And my mindset always has always been if it's a if you're talking and if you think that what you're saying is you're not going to get paid for it in the future, you're overthinking it because most likely it's already out there. There are tons of people in your profession in the same career path that you are. And most likely, oh, I, I, I got to take that back. I guarantee it's already out there, whether it's YouTube, whether it's forums, whether it's podcasts, a plethora of mediums, it's already out there. So don't think that you're giving too much away and answering these questions and how you say things, it shows your professionalism. If you were to just batter that, oh, that person, they must be uneducated. They might must know not know what they're talking about. They must not have clients. 
that kind of shows your approach to things that are outside your scope of practice. But if you can relate things, showing your education, maybe bring in a piece of research that you know or best practices that you know work, that can work for the client that's sitting in front of you or working with you right there, it shows your professionalism. Instead of beating down another account or some piece of content, relate it back to your education. Show them because then they know that their investment, what their, their money that they're spending for sessions with you, whether it's a online coaching session, a nutrition session, personal training session, they know that that money is going to somebody that knows their stuff, knows their stuff and is going to be applying it to them, not a big group of people, but to them, the person that's right in front of them. The next one for this whole topic about how to talk about social media with it impacting our clients is I used to believe, or I still believe, that a part of what we do, uh, whether you're, no matter what part of this industry you're working is working in, is that you're educating people on top of instructing. You're educating them on best practices because that's uh, no matter how you talk about social media, how you look at it. There's, of course, always going to be out there. There's no way to get rid of it. I actually saw, and I'm going to talk about this story in just a second, but I saw the po- or the poster. I'm not going to name the account. This, this podcast episode is not about blasting some account, but I saw a post from this account that really sparked this episode earlier today. I saw it. And again, this account was promoting poor technique that is not based in science, in anatomy, physiology, and it's not based in those items and can hurt people. So educating people when you're working with them is part of our job. And I I, I got that belief from when I used to work in gyms, when I used to be seeing people throughout the day and getting these types of questions. And you could bring in those other items I've already talked about, about talking with, bringing bringing in your education, bringing in your professionalism. People ask you these questions because they know you know your stuff. They know you're educated. They know that you are really working to better them, the client. Now, let me talk about the story that sparked this. A few weeks ago, my uncle, who is 60 plus, he sent me a reel on Instagram that was about squatting. And it was five common mistakes with squatting. And when I saw it, I watched it. It was my uncle, of course. I'm going to watch it. I gave him my opinion. And what I told him was that three of them are not correct, that they're just not correct for any audience, any population, and two of them that I didn't believe that the poster knew why they could be correct. Now, the two that could be correct, they will depend on the individual that's in front of them. To lump a statement into these tips will work for everybody, that's very big to say because a lot of exercise, and this is Again, showing your education. A lot of your, uh, a lot of tips for squatting 
will depend on the individual in front of them and their anatomy, their physiology, their health history, their current fitness level. And so that was my response was that I didn't really take it as, okay, this person is dumb. This person doesn't know what they're talking about. Yes, I did say that I don't think that the, the poster knows why these could be correct. They didn't explain it that way. They just said that here's why you do it and lump those into if you're not doing this way, it's wrong. And so with sparking this and seeing more posts from this individual, I have come to see and come to believe that, again, they just don't know really what they're talking about when it comes to exercise and best practices. And I'm using this story because people can get hurt. That's as a fitness professional myself, people can get hurt when they take these types of posts they see on social media and they try to apply it to themselves. And uh, to further up, to back us up even further, uh, one that I saw today from this poster can really hurt them, really hurt individuals that try to take what this individual is saying and apply it for themselves and potentially injure themselves further. So educating your clients on why you do certain exercises, and that's a trait that I've seen across really quality, high quality instructors, no matter what profession they're in, whether uh, I'm going to keep this in the fitness realm here, whether you're a personal trainer, group exercise instructor, strength coach, they're educating their clients on how and why a movement is beneficial. And I've, and that doesn't go for just for in person. I see great instructors that do that online. They're explaining why an exercise is beneficial to them, why it's going to help them out. And that goes to other things I've already talked about. Give away the farm in your sessions. Give it away. Don't try to hold things back because you want people to keep investing in your services. Give away the farm each time because it shows all the things I'm talking about. When people know that you know what's good, that you know your education, that you know how to work with clients, they will continue to invest in your services. Example outside of all this, outside of all health and fitness. And I kind of saw something like this today. I saw somebody posted on a community page close to where I live about a hole in the wall in their house. And they were trying to frame it as, well, I don't want to do this. And I don't want to have to go watch YouTube videos, but I, but I, if I have to, like, I, if, I, if I can, I'd rather pay someone to do it, but I don't want to pay an arm and a leg. That individual, they know that they can't do a good job at it. They know that they don't know fully what they're supposed to do. And they're trying to, of course, get a good deal. There are hundreds of people, I can't say hundreds, millions of people out there that are exactly like that. If you are listening to this, you're like, yep, potential clients. That's how they, they want their deal. They want a good deal. But if they know that they're investing in a service that's going to get it done, that's going to help them get them on the right path, they have no problem opening up the bank. And the last one that I'm going to touch on here with all this that kind of brings it all together is that I believe that if you follow all the things that we've talked about before, you're not berating posts like this. You're not trying to beat down others, and but you are educating 
you are showing your professional, you are relating things back to their goals. You build, you build a relationship with the client. You build a relationship with them because you're, you're showing them your cards. You're showing them how you work within a session and you can tell, I will say that, uh, a story that, and I think this is a good one because it's one that people, I believe customers, I believe people that pay for services, they're much smarter these days because of social media. Social media makes people smarter these days in, in some capacities, I believe. I know that that's a very, I'll say, the finicky top or thing for me to say, but I believe that social media can be beneficial. But the main story, I was in a tangent, I was going to go off here. And I've used similar examples many times within my field. Whenever I go see something in the health and fitness field, whether it's the one time I went to a chiropractor or the one time that the one of the more recent times that I tried to sign up for a gym, I will tell the individual that I work in the health and fitness industry. I work in this industry and yet they will still try to go through their whole spiel to try to sell me on more services. And when you come across as you're trying to hold things back or you're trying to sell a bigger package, you want them to buy into your services and these cheesy sales tactics, people know. If you keep things honest, I have always told when I used when I do teach personal training workshops, and I know I say that I'm not I know I'm not the best seller. I know I'm not the biggest salesperson, but I build a relationship with them. I build a relationship so they know that their investment is going somewhere that's going to be beneficial for them. Build that relationship with the client, potential client, doing these in your first sessions, every session, each time so that they feel comfortable because no matter where we are in this industry, health, wellness, fitness, a lot of these conversations are tough for them. And when you can build a relationship, barriers start to come down. They feel more willing to discuss these items, and it only helps you in the long run. Now, this episode, it's been about social media and how it impacts clients. Touch on a, a few topics here. I think this is a good one. I'd love to hear what people think. Not so much about, I think social media is bad. Social media can be very beneficial for businesses. That's one of the things that whenever I see people trying to berate social media, small businesses in this world, and especially in this field, can utilize social media to really help them build. How have you seen posts like this and maybe potentially answered questions like this with your clients? Be great to help out other professionals out there. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I hope to see you in the next one.